religious our intensity, you know. Tempers got to flaring a little bit, guys got to talking a little bit, you know, that can kind of put you on edge, give you a little edge to yourself. You know, our coaching staff does a great job of motivating us and keeping us on game plan and all that good things. So, you know, just staying with it, coming out strong and trying to get a W on the road. For sure, it's a big thing, you know, from top to bottom, everybody believes in one another. You know, we see what they do day in and day out, how they work and practice, how they perform during games. You know, we need everybody. It's going to be a collective effort, a group effort uh, for us to get these wins on the road. There was no personal battle between me and Dylan Brooks at all, so we can go ahead and stop that right there on that. Uh, it was a great game. Uh, we went out there, we played hard, and we got a W. Hey, good morning, and welcome to Raptorland. Game 16, Raptors at Utah in Salt Lake City. The Raptors come to the, into this game 8-9. and nine. The Utah Jazz are 11-5 and five in the West. Jazz playing well in the West, which is not an easy task at all. Injuries. No OG Ananobi for the Raptors. He has some hip issues and still no Utah with his calf injury. First quarter. I was worried about this. Rudy Gobert and Hassan Whiteside are gigantic big centers. Way too big for the small ball center Raptors. And I knew it would be a hard task for the Raptors to keep Rudy and Hassan in check in this game with their long ass selves. Raptors game plan at the start of the game was to run, 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 run run away from these bigs and try to beat them before they had a chance to set up their half-court offense. We'll get into if that worked or not. Gary Trent Jr. was bombing threes, keeping the Raptors around. That's the only way we were staying in this game in the first half. In the first cue, that man was truly, truly a bucket at all times. We leaned on him completely. For the Jazz, Rudy Gay, remember him? Rudy Gay, the Rudy Gay era. Well, he's the Jazz. Well, he's on the Jazz now, and this was his first game back for the Jazz this season after some kind of surgery. And he was all definitely back. Now, the Jazz jump out with a 25 8 run to start the fourth quarter. And as you know, in any NBA game, a 25 8 run in the fourth usually spells the end of that game. Period. That's just the way it goes. But the Raptors responded. Fred, Gary, and Kem were answering all the hits the Utah Jazz were giving. All of them. The Raptors team has pride. But also, the Jazz are a true team. I don't get a chance to watch them often, but they pass the ball. They move the ball completely, completely unselfish. They're hard to guard. Donovan Mitchell is clearly their go-to go -to scorer, but they pass the ball very, very well. They're a hard to guard team. Now let's talk about Pascal Siakam. Siakam is clearly healthy now, but he had a terrible game, which we will get into in the stats. The Jazz look like a well-oiled machine. They have been together for a while now, and it shows. We're a new team, young team, the Raptors, trying to figure each other out. The Jazz have been together for like seven years, and the difference was evident. Raptors had no answer for the centers of the Jazz, none. Rudy and Hassan Whiteside were living life. Now back to Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay had a flashback game in his season debut, turned back the clock and had the Raptors looking crazy. He's a little bit out of shape, but he definitely had a good game. The Jazz stayed consistent and pulled away in this game, simple and plain. My homegirl money, Jane. Raptors fall 119-103, simple as that. Can't win them all. Raptors fall to nine and nine on the season. Let's get into the stats of the game. Let's take this quarter by quarter first off, just to see the breakdown. First quarter, 32-27 Utah. Raptors rolling down by five. Second quarter, 36-29 Raptors. So the Raptors had a good second quarter. Third quarter, yikes. 
31-17. That's kind of where the game changed. 31-17 for Utah. They pulled away in the third quarter. Fourth quarter stats. Utah 27, Toronto 23. So it was all pretty much a close game until the third. Let's get into some player stats. For the Utah Jazz, starting center Rudy Gobert, 29 minutes, 14 points, 11 rebounds, 7 of 7, nothing but dunks. O'Neal, 28 minutes, 16 points, 6 of 8, great percentage. Bogdanovich, 25 minutes, they all play low minutes, 7 points, 4 rebounds, 6 assists, 3 of 9. Donovan Spider-Mitchell, again, under 30 minutes, 29 minutes. Jazz do a good job of keeping their players' minutes low. 20 points, 3 rebounds, 1 assist, 6 of 13. Generally kept them in check. Mike Connolly, the veteran, 28 minutes. 28 minutes. 5 points, 1 rebound, 7 assists, 2 of 4. Joe Ingles, 10 points, 7 rebounds, 8 assists as usual. Jordan Clarkson, their hired gun, 12 points, 2 rebounds, 4 assists, 4 of 12. Rudy Gay, 18 minutes in his season debut, 20 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, 7 of 8. Rudy killed us. Hassan Whiteside, 15 minutes, 11 points, 2 rebounds. We got murked by random people. No one expected Rudy Gay to come back in his season debut and drop 20. That came out of nowhere and threw us off, and that's why we lost the game. Stats for the Raptors. Ken Birch starting at center, 24 minutes. 14 points, 6 of 8 shooting. Pascal, terrible game. 30 minutes, only 4 points, 3 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 of 14 shooting. I repeat, 2 of 14 shooting. That cannot happen again. We're just going to let that go though. Fred Van Fleet, 34 minutes, 24 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, 7 of 17. Scotty Barnes, 35 minutes, 10 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, 5 of 11. I'm liking Scotty's stat stuffing, but I would like him to score more and get a little bit more looks and plays called for him personally. Gary Trent Jr., 33 minutes, 31 points. Thank God for Gary. 2, point, two rebounds, 3 assists, 12 of 18. He had 31 points on 12 of 18 shooting. Amazing percentage. I think Gary Trent Jr.'s contract is amazing. He is doing a lot for a little. Malachi Flynn, 22 minutes, look at you. But only five points, six rebounds, zero assists, two of nine shooting. <sighs> Our point guard can't play 22 minutes and have zero assists. Shvi Mikhailuk, 17 minutes, eight points, two rebounds, two assists, one of five. Shvi's kind of fading away. I don't know what's going on with Shvi. Chris Boucher, who's been playing terrible, continues to play terrible, 17 minutes. Two points, eight rebounds, two assists, one of six. We got to get Chris back on track. My goodness. Delano Banton, 16 minutes, six points, zero rebounds, one assist. And the Raptors lost. And that's pretty much it for the Raptors. Some games just suck. West Coast road trips are never good. We never play good in Denver. We never play good in Utah. It is what it is. So we're going to flush this. And next up, next up on a back-to-back, -back, I believe we got the Sacramento Kings who are struggling to say the least. There is no way that we lose that game. We're at Sacramento. There's no way we lose that game. I can't see it. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, no pressure to true this game. He's injured as well. 
but I figured that was obvious. So we should beat the Kings. They got Tristan Thompson, De'Aaron Fox, and a bunch of randoms that we should definitely beat to make ourselves feel better. So I will talk to you guys the game after, the morning after the Sacramento game. Thank you for listening to Raptorland the morning after game 16. I'm your host, Anthony Tyrone. Follow Raptorland at Raptorland95 on all social media. Follow me if you feel like it at I'm Anthony Tyrone on all social media. And we will talk after game 17. Be safe and enjoy the day.